don't want nothing about God to go forward, does he? I mean, he tried to hinder the work of God in any and every way he can. I've uh, heard about this sheriff. I think I, um, Arizona somewhere. I'm not sure what. But anyway. Missouri. Missouri, all right. The sheriff in Missouri, how that he uh, put on the side of his car uh, about, in God we trust. And he got a lot of flack. A lot of people came against that. Amen. A lot of people don't, people don't want I'm talking ungodly people. These are people that don't know God. There's two kinds of people really saved and unsaved. You know, right. And, and, and a lot of, lot of the people gave him a lot of flack because see, they did not want to see in God we trust on that, on his car. But he still had it on there, you know. You have to take a stand for truth in order to please God. Amen. You have to take a stand for truth. So this man is taking a stand for truth, and, and he had been fought for. Let's just pray that God would really, uh, pray that God would prevail in that situation by letting it, that he wants to have it taken off, you know. Because, you know, we find uh, a while back they took the Ten Commandments, you know. Uh, had the Ten Commandments up in certain places, they made them take it out. Why? See, that's the reason why America is in such pitiful shape. I mean, they are. I mean, uh, people want to do their own thing, and a lot of them do their own thing. But we can't do our own thing and please God. God have a standard. God and His standard is holiness. And God not going to lower His standard for nobody. We got to come up to God's standard, or we're not going to please Him. Isn't that right? See, see, when Jesus walked this earth, He came on a mission. He came to seeking to save the lost, and he did that. But he had, he had a, a fight from the devil. And see, the devil used people. How I many of y'all know that? I mean, we, we, not, we don't fight against flesh and blood, do we? But against principalities, powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Spiritual wickedness in high places. But the devil used people, doesn't he? He, he really does. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is faithful. And God is true. And God wants us to take a stand for truth as never before. Let not light shine. Jesus said, let your light shine before men. That they may what? See your good works. And glorify the Father which is in heaven. And, and uh, you know, we're not saved by works. We're saved by grace through faith. Isn't that right? But after we're saved, then uh, uh, good works are produced in us and through us. Isn't that right? Good works come forth. Hallelujah. God, hallelujah. As our pastor was saying this morning, he wants to see revival. I want to see revival. I know y'all want to see revival, don't you? Amen. But, but it's something we got to do. Amen. We, we've got to make sure. And that's what I'm going to talk about tonight. Psalms. 51. I'm going to talk about Psalm 51 tonight. Amen. Isn't God good? Now, 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 David wrote this Psalms after he had went into Bathsheba. You know, I mean, he wasn't his wife. We understand how he committed adultery with Sheba, with, with uh, uh, 
with Bathsheba. Thank you, Lord. With Bathsheba. And, and, and they had it. Well, she got pregnant, but the child didn't live. The Lord didn't let that child live, did he? No, he did not. Because David sinned. But Nathan confronted David about that. And when, Dave, when Nathan confronted David and, told, and he, he, he drew out a little, a little picture, so to speak, and, and told him how, that, uh, how this one man had, had one ewe lamb. He, he, one man had ewe lamb, but, but this... In other words, David, he let David know. And see, David, he didn't, David didn't know what he, who he was talking about at first while he was drawing out this, this illustration. And uh, he told David, say, how this one man had this, this one Elam and the other man had plenty. He had everything. That's all he wanted. And uh, he took this, this Elam. He took the lamb, the only one that the man had. And, and we understand how that, how that uh, Uriah was the husband of uh, Bathsheba. And, and he, was a faithful, he was a faithful soldier, wasn't he? He was out there fighting. And, and we know how David, I guess y'all know the story about this. How that, uh, but anyway, the prophet Nathan went to David and told him, and when David got angry when he told him about this situation, and you know what Nathan said to him? Thou art the man. You're the one that did this. <laughs> Amen. See, a true prophet, true prophets had, uh, they had to do some hard things, didn't they? Amen. They, they, they were laying their lives on the line because, because uh, well, when they spoke to some of those kings, those kings, kings could have had their head cut off just like that, couldn't they? But hallelujah. But these prophets, true prophets of God, had taken a stand for God, and, and, and they wouldn't back down. They spoke true. And David, David received it. He received it. And so this prayer here is, is uh, after he had this encounter. And after Nathan the prophet had came to him. Psalms 51. Let, let's look at that tonight. Begin at verse 1. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your love and your mercy, your compassion. Thank you for your word, Lord. For thy word is forever settled in heaven, Lord. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your mercy. And thank you for deliverance. God, have your way tonight. Let your divine will be done, Lord God, in this service. Speak through these lips of clay, God. Oh, God. Anoint me to preach and teach your word tonight in Jesus' name for the glory of God. Amen. Now, Psalms 51, verse 1. Listen to what David is saying to the Lord. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according to the multitude of thy tender mercies blot out my transgressions. See, we need God's mercy, don't we? We need the mercy. We need the grace and the mercy of God. We need it, saints of God, because we, we, we are people, just like Israel was. They were, Israel was a stiff-necked, hard-hearted people. And today, God's people, you know, we can't stick our chest out and say how good we are. No, we can't. We're saved. Because God loved us. Jesus stayed on the cross because of his love. Nails didn't hold him to the cross. But he, he stayed on the cross. And, 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 and those, those high priests and different ones tried to get him to come down. They, 
Well, see, he saved others. You know, different ones say, he saved others. Now, can he save himself? He could have, sure. Jesus said he could, he, I can call more than, what, 12 legions of angels to get me off this cross and really destroy the world. But why didn't he? Because he loved us. He loved us, thank God. Hallelujah. And, and he, he, he purchased our salvation with what? His precious blood. What's, isn't that right? The blood of Jesus Christ is what, it what purchased our salvation. Without the shedding of blood, what? There is no remission. No remission of sin without the shedding of blood. But I guess anybody couldn't die. Isn't that right? Heaven was searched. Earth was searched. Beneath the earth was searched. And what nobody found worthy. And John began to weep. Angel said, weep not, John, for what? The line of the tribe of Judah. He had prevailed to open the book. Hallelujah. And to loose the seals. Only Jesus could do that. Because he walked a, a holy life, a perfect life. He fulfilled the law. See, the law is holy. But we can't keep the law. We could, it could, no, we could not. If we could have kept the law, Jesus wouldn't have had to come. But thank God, the law... Show us just who we are, just how sinful we are. Isn't that right? And the law take us by the hand, so to speak, and take us to look. Say, <laughs> to be saved, this is the way. Jesus is the way. Amen. The law, that's right. The law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Isn't that right? Thank God. So we thank God that we're not under the law, but we're under grace. Hallelujah. David cried out to the Lord, say, have mercy upon me, Lord. Have mercy. Call to your tender mercies. Have mercy upon me, Lord. And God had mercy upon him. And we, need, we pray that prayer today, don't we? Yes, we do. God, have mercy upon me. God, we need your mercy. Mercy is what we didn't deserve, isn't it, right? Hallelujah. Mercy. We, we didn't deserve God's mercy. Uh, did we? No, we did not. We don't, we, and we don't deserve God's mercy, but because of his, his love, because of his kindness, because of his long-suffering. See, God suffers. He still suffers long, doesn't he? Amen. The Bible says God is long-suffering to us, what? Not that any should perish, what? But that all should come to repentance. So, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. In the which the heavens shall pass away with the great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also, and the works of the dying shall be burned up. Seeing that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person ought ye to be? In all holy conversation and godliness, looking for. What are we looking for? Hallelujah. And hasty unto the coming of the Lord. And we're looking for that day, aren't we? Thank God. That's the reason why we pray. That's the reason why we sing. That's the reason why we praise God. Hallelujah. We praise Him, don't we? But we don't praise Him enough. At least I don't. I want to praise Him more. I want to praise God more because He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy. Thank God. Hallelujah. Praise God to whom all blessings flow. Amen? Amen. 
praise God from whom all blessings flow. Hallelujah. Our blessings come down from the Father of lights, in whom there is no verbiness, nor shadow of turning. He's God. Amen. He's faithful. David cried out to God. David saw what mess he was in. He said, have mercy upon me, O Lord. Have mercy. Thank God. Have mercy upon me, O Lord. Verse 2. Verse 2 says what? Listen to what David said, asked God to do. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sins. Lord, I need your help. We need God's help today, don't we? Amen. That's the reason why the saints of God need to repent. We need repentance, don't we? We, we need to repent. Isn't that right? Uh, and and when, when Jesus spoke to the church of, of Ephesus, he, he commended them about a lot of things, didn't he? He gave, he gave them a lot of commendations. But then he said, nevertheless, I have what? I got something against you. I've got something against you. What is that? Because you left your first love. And see, that, that, that if, when we lose our first love, uh, we're just operating in the flesh. Isn't that right? I mean, it, it doesn't amount to anything. You, 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 you left your first love. Read that scripture for me, please, in Revelation. Ephesians, uh, about the, the, the church of Ephesus. Let's read that. Hallelujah. That particular church, we're going to read about that tonight. Let's see what the Lord said to them. Yeah, amen. Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus. Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus. Right. Right, I want you to write something. I want you to tell them something. I got a message for them. All right? These things saith he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand. Hallelujah. The one that has the hold the seven stars in his right hand. He's talking to them. He's talking to the church, all right? Who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. He walks in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks, all right? I know your works. I know, I know you're working, you're laboring, you're toiling. I know your works, all right? And thy labor and thy patience. I know your works. I know your labor. I know your patience. I know all of this. I know all about you, all right? And how thou canst not bear them which are evil. Stop. You can't bear them that are evil. You can't. I know all this about you. I know you cannot bear them that are evil, all right? And mm-hmm. thou hast tried them which say they are apostles. Listen to this now. And are not. And see, found them to be liars. Amen. See, they, they put them to the test. Isn't that right? Somebody come in and say they're an apostle. You got to put them to the test. Isn't that right? Because we got people, they said, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, like I, y'all heard me say before, I, uh, I was having a meeting up in, up here somewhere. I had to look, had to tent up. I think where it is. Lake Wells, I believe, somewhere up in there. And two young men came in. One of them had it. They had their cards, had their cards made up. One said he was an apostle. Other one said he was a prophet. <laughs> That's right. I mean, said, hallelujah. We got, you know, and uh, <laughs> they probably didn't know what a prophet and apostle were was, you know. And I heard later how that some, somebody came through and prophesied and said that told them it was a prophet and an apostle. That's right. I mean, I mean it, it's sad. It's sad, and, and, but people are still doing the same thing today. Isn't that right? But here was a church 
that, that tried them. They came in and said, there's an apostle, and they tried them, and they what, found them to be liars, right? Found them to be liars. Why? Because they, they, they didn't measure up. If you're an apostle, you don't have to get out there doing, telling people I'm an apostle, do you? Do the works of an apostle. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Do the works. Yes, sir. Okay, one of the signs that Paul says, he said, I bear in my body. Uh-huh. Amen. That, that wasn't Lamborghinis and, <laughs> and mansions, and it was the suffering. It was the suffering. Amen. Was a, amen. That's exactly right. If, if you're a true an apostle, I mean, they're going to put something on you. Somebody's going to put a hurting on you, so to speak. Isn't that right? And they, they will. See? And like I, y'all heard me say before, I went in a, some years ago, I went in, a, a, it was called probably a Pentecostal church in Nashville, Tennessee. I was young, man. And pastor came out, had a big crowd, a lot of young people and all. Pastor came out, they had a statue setting up in the front of some man. He bowed down before that statue, then he went on in the, on in the pulpit. Bowed down before the statue first. You know, I mean, I was young. I mean, I should have tried, but they probably threw me out. I mean, because in churches like that, if they're going to bow down before a statue, they got somebody in there, you know, that, that's hard. I got thrown out, you know. But anyway, it's, it's so sad to say you're a Pentecostal and you're going to bow down before some idol. Isn't it sad? But we're living in those times today. Hallelujah, but God's faithful. What does it say here? It has born and has patience. You have born, you have patience. And for my name's sake, has labored and has not fainted. My, my, my. I mean, they, they had a lot of good works, didn't it? For my name's sake, you have labored and you haven't fainted. You kept going. All right? Nevertheless, I have somewhat against you. In spite of all of this, I've got something against you. You've left your first love. You, you, you're out there operating in the flesh. You left your first love. All right, what did he tell him to do? Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen. Stop. You've fallen. Remember from whence you've fallen and do something. Got something to do. After you remember that you've fallen, you've turned away from me, turn your back on me. Amen. When you leave, leave your first love, you turn your back on the Lord. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. And what did he tell him to do, my brother? Repent. 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 What does repent mean? It's, it's, uh, repentance is, is uh, <laughs> let's see. Hallelujah. Repentance is a change of mind, a change of heart, and a change of direction. About faith. Amen. You gotta, you, you're walking this way. So repent. Turn all the way around. Is that right? That's right? Hallelujah. About faith. Jesus told him to repent and do what? First works. Repent and do your first works over. So, you see, God's faithful. And, and God doesn't play. God have a standard. That standard is holiness. And that church was, had a lot of good things going on. But the main thing, we got to keep the main thing the main thing. And, and the, but the main thing, they had left. The main one, the main person, the main, hallelujah, the Savior. He's our Savior. He's our Lord, isn't he? He came to do 
the will of his father. And he, he didn't leave one stone unturned. He did the perfect will of his father. That's the reason why he could, he could say it is finished when he died on that cross. In other words, he, our salvation was purchased in full. People can come and repent and turn to God and get saved today because of the death of Jesus Christ, because he died. But not only his death, because he rose the third day. He died, but he rose for our justification. He died for our sins, but he rose for our justification. He rose, thank God, that we might repent and turn to him and get saved and live for him each day. This is a daily walk. Hallelujah. So David, way back there, David wanted God. He sought for God. He, he wanted to, to be right with God. That's the reason why God called David, what? A man after mine own heart. Because David made a lot of mistakes, but David repented, didn't he? Amen. If you make a mistake and you repent, God will forgive you. You got to repent. But see, some people teach all kind of erroneous teaching saying, if you, in other words, you don't have to repent no more. You repent one time, you don't have to. That's crazy, isn't it? I mean, that's right. Teach, people teach a lot of silly stuff, ungodly stuff. But God's faith, God, the word of God is what we go by. Isn't that right? God's word is forever settled in heaven. God's word is true. The word of God is pure. The Bible says every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his word, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. God's word is holy. God's word is righteous. The word of God, thank God, is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. If we, but we have to let it be, don't we? We have to let that be. God don't beat nobody over the head and get them saved. Not, does he? I mean, he knocked Paul down. <laughs> but he, he knocked, he, Paul had a heart. He knocked Paul down. But then he did. He gave Paul a chance. He told Paul, Paul, Paul said, Lord, what will you have me to do? Paul humbled himself, didn't he? He said, Lord, what will you have me to do? He called him Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Anybody that can do this. <laughs> the power of God. And the people that was with him, they heard a voice, but they saw no man. Hallelujah. God spoke to Paul and, and saved him and filled him with the Holy Ghost and made him a warrior. I'm talking about a warrior for God. You're talking about a man that, 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 hallelujah. A man that fought the good fight of faith and laid hold on eternal life. A man that said, I've, I've fought a good fight. I've finished my course. I've kept the faith. For henceforth there laid up me a crown of righteousness, whom the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. Not, on, not to me only, but all them in love is superior. We got to love is superior. We got to be looking for him. Isn't that right? We got to want, want him to come. But while we're waiting on him to come, let's labor. Let's labor for him. Let's work for him. Let's do his will. Let's please him. Let's be witnesses for him. I think I told somebody we, we gave a we witness to a young lady. Uh, at uh, the dentist while we've been going and uh, gave her uh, one of Pastor Benable's uh, CDs. Boy, she, we went back, she said, I'm listening to that. I really love it. Amen? Amen. Huh? And she gave it to another lady. So we're going to give more of those out. I mean, if we are. We're going to be giving more of those CDs out because thank God. that it, It's the truth, isn't it? It's the word of God being declared. And that's what it takes to get people saved. 
Pastor Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation unto everyone that believe. Isn't that right? Unto the Jew first. And also to the Greeks. He came unto his own, the Jewish people, and they received him not, but to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them believed on his name. Even to them that believed on his name. You know, I've got to, you know, sometimes I have to, I'm trying to get these words out. I have to slow down some, you know. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word of God is, is, is perfect. My, 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 my. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Just like David said to you on one occasion, he, he, Bethlehem, well, he wanted a drink of water. He said, I'd like to have a drink of water from the well. And I think it was three of his men broke through the troops, leaped over the wall, and got him some water and brought it back. What did David do with it? He poured it out. I mean, because oh, they risked their lives for that. But David poured my mind. It touched a sacrifice. Poured the water out. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. All blessings. Is that right? All good things come down from above, from, from the Father of lights. Isn't that right? All good things. Amen. And we thank God for his goodness tonight. David was praying here. What did he say? David said, what did David say here? Verse, Psalms 51. Hallelujah. Have mercy upon me, O Lord. And verse 2 and verse 3, what did he say in verse 3? David talking to the Lord. My, 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 my. Verse 3, what did he say? Well, I acknowledge my transgression. I acknowledge my transgression. And my sin is ever before me. My sin is ever before Lord, I know I've sinned against you, Lord. I know I've seen that. Verse 4 says, Against you. Against thee. The only. The only have I sinned, all right? And I've done this evil in your sight. I've done this evil in your sight. That you might be justified when you speak. Uh-huh. Be justified when you speak. And be clear when you judge. And be clear when you judge it. See, David knew that God knew all things, didn't he? What did David say? Said, said, Lord, you know my down settings. That's what David said about God. You know my down, you know every time I sit down, every time I rise. You know my down settings and my uprising. Lord, you understand my thoughts are for all. That's Psalms, what is that? Get that for me, please. It's almost on the tip of my tongue. Can't, what is it? Look, at, look that up for me. But David said, Lord, I know of my down settings and my uprising. I understand my thoughts are far off. Psalms, um, I can't think of that word is right now. I should know. Look that up for me, please. That's really I, thank, I thank God for these smartphones. <laughs> I do. Like I say, I tell you, they're too smart for me, but we got some people in here can handle them. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. What is it? Anybody got it? Lord? I know if my down set in my upright, I understand that my thoughts are far off. I should know the sound, but hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. David was saying, because David knew that God knew all things. Yeah, all right. I, I should have known that, but you see, lots of times you, 
you can't think of a certain scripture, you understand? But, but thank God for some help. Amen. What does it say here? Start at verse 1. Psalm 139. Verse 1. O oh Lord, you have searched me and know, known me. Stop. Lord, you have searched me. You know me, Lord. You know everything about me, all right? You know my down sittings and my uprising. You know my down settings and my uprising. You know every time I'm going to sit down, every time I'm going to get up, all right? You understand my thoughts are far before we think anything, God knows what we're going to think, don't it? You better believe he does. You understand my thoughts are far. All right. You compass my past. You compass my fast. And my lying down. And my lying down, Lord. You, yes, you do, Lord God. All right. And are acquainted with all my ways. Stop. You're acquainted, you're acquainted with all my ways. You know, about, you know everything about me, Lord. I can't hide from you. See, yes, we can't hide from God, can we? Some people think they can, you can't hide from God. Everything is naked and open before, to, before God, to whom we have to do. Everything is naked and open before him. Nothing, nothing is, is out of his sight. Isn't that right? He, he, God is everywhere at the same time, everywhere. And, and we're talking about a, lot, a big, big world, a big earth, big, a big, big stuff. All right? <laughs> I just, you know, I tell my, you know, we're talking about, the world and everything in it. Every, God's everywhere. He see everything. He know everything. What does it say here? Well, there is not a word in my tongue. There's not a word in my tongue. But lo, O oh Lord, uh -huh. you know it all. You know it all together. All right, read. You have beset me behind and before. You set me behind and before. And laid your hand upon me. Stop. You laid your hand upon me. And I'm glad about that. God laid his hand upon us, doesn't it? We need God's hand upon us today, don't we? We really do, because we're living in a mean, evil world. But Jesus said, I never leave you nor forsake you, and he meant what he said. He said what he meant, and he meant what he said. We can depend on the Lord, can't we? God is faithful. God who cannot lie has promised. That's the why we can ask the question, what does it say up there? Who have a God like our God? We don't, it's, it's nobody do that. Nobody have a God like our God because he's, he's the only one in true God. And he loves us, thank God. What did David say here? Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. Amen. It's knowledge. Your knowledge, Lord. You know everything about me, Lord. Hallelujah. That's the reason why David was praying in Psalms 51. Verse 4, what does it say? Psalm 51, verse 4. Praise God, <laughs> oh Lord. You. What? Against you. Against you. You only. You only. Have I sinned. Have I sinned. And done this evil in your sight. I've done this evil in your sight, Lord. I'm so sorry. David was, David was repenting. And that's the way God wants us to be. Amen. That's right. When we, when we sin, when we do wrong, God wants us to repent and be sorry. He wants us to be sad about it, don't he? He does. We should be. Why should we be? Because God is holy and he's faithful and he loves us. He loves us and he's reaching out to us each day. Isn't that right? Reaching out to us each day, blessing us each day. Every time, like we were talking tonight, we don't know how long we're going to be on this earth. But Doug talked about that doctor that, that, that just, just died, you know. Hallelujah. And people die, people are dying every day. Isn't that right? But the main thing is to be ready to meet the Lord. Right. Isn't that right? Amen. 
Jesus said, be ye also ready. You know not the day nor the hour the Son of Man coming. So when we're ready to meet him, we don't have to worry about anything. Just live holy and pure and do his will. Hallelujah. That's the main thing. Know the Lord. Know the Lord. David told Solomon before he died, know the Lord. Know him. Not just know about him. Really know him. Have an intimate, a close relationship with God. And that's what Paul wanted, wasn't it? Paul said that I may know him. Well, didn't Paul know him? Yes, he knew him. But he wanted to know him in a much more intimate way. A closer fellowship with him. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God. We need to know God, don't we? I, I know I want to know him. I know you all want to know. I really want to. I want to. And the word of God says, you shall seek me and find me when you shall search after me with all your heart. We got to give it all we got. We got to give God all. Isn't that right? Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy mind, all thy soul, all thy strength. And the second is like name unto it. I said, what? Love thy neighbor as thyself. That's doing some loving, isn't it? But it's it, it doing some loving, but we can only do it with the help of God. We can only do it with God in us. It's not a fleshly thing. This is spiritual. Not a carnal thing. This is a spiritual thing. Amen. So what did David say? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Lord. What did David say? I was shaped in iniquity. And in sin did my mother conceive me. Now, you know when we're born, you know when we're born, mm-hmm. children are born, I mean, until they, they have to come accountable, you know, for the sins, you know, babies and all, when they, if they die, little babies don't know nothing about sin, but they saved, you know. But once we become, we come to the knowledge of truth. Once we know truth from error, once we know what's right and what's wrong, then we need to repent, don't we, and get right with God. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. See, because we, we took on the Adam, Adam, Adam sin, right? See, and the Bible said, Adam, what? We all died. In Christ, we all shall be made alive. Isn't that right? So when, when a child gets an age where they know right from wrong and, and, and know. Not, there you go. Amen. Age of accountability. Then they have to repent and get right with God. But before then, you know. They're saved, because if they don't know, you don't know. They're innocent. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. Isn't God good? Boy, I tell you, he's so good. <laughs> he is so good. He's faithful. And like I said, I thank God for the message this morning. And, and I, I want to I wanna do my best to please the Lord. I do. I, I don't want to hinder God's work in any way. I really don't want to. And, and, let, and I'm going to be praying this week as the pastor brought out the scripture this morning in, in Psalm 51, you know, uh, I'm going to be praying that prayer this week. And, and I want to really walk and talk with God this week. Amen? I really do. I, uh, see, we want revival, don't we? But we got something to do. We got, as, as Pastor Bill brought, we got something to do ourselves in order for revival to come... To, they bring revival in that right. You can't, we just can't sit on the stool and do that and twiddle our thumbs and say, I want revival. No, no, no. We got something to do. Make sure our hearts are right with God in every way. Isn't that right? Repent. Turn to God. 
sins of omission, sins of commission, attitudes, you know. God wants us to get these things right. And we can get them right by praying and seeking God and, and walking with God each day. Amen. He's calling us to what? Higher heights and deeper depth than him. God want to send a Holy Ghost revival, doesn't he? He does. But let, let's don't hinder that revival. Let, let's make sure we, 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 we get right. We get our hearts right. We get our minds right. We get right in heart, mind, spirit, and body, and soul. Amen. God has sent that revival. We want to see it. All right, what did David say? What did David say? Behold, you, behold, you desire truth in the inward parts. Yes, you desire truth in the inward parts. Our hearts got to be right first. Isn't that right? See, it's, our hearts got to be right first. Isn't that, that, amen. In order to be right with God, he, he wants our heart. Doesn't he? Yes. That's your love the Lord thy God with what? All our heart, mind, soul, and strength. We love him with our heart first. Amen. And then we can please him, all right? And in the hidden part, you shall make me to know wisdom. You'll make me to know wisdom. We, know, we need the wisdom of God, don't we? We need the wisdom of God. Amen. We really do. Wisdom. Thank God. Wisdom, wisdom is, is more than knowledge. It's, it's not knowledge. Wisdom is... Let, let me just speak a little about wisdom before I as I get ready to close here. And let me say this about among the most difficult is consistent prayer, prevailing prayer, ongoing prayer, unceasing prayer. Amen. When, when, when you get ready to pray, see the devil don't want you to pray. Not really. I'm talking about, to, hallelujah. To seek the face of God, devil going to fight that with all, but he's going to fight it tooth and nail. Amen. But God is faithful. And God wants us to walk in love and want us to walk in wisdom. Wisdom. There's a godly wisdom and there's a worldly wisdom. Isn't that right? Yes, it is. A godly wisdom and a worldly wisdom. Amen. And God wants his children to walk in wisdom. So wisdom means, let, let, let me see if I can give a little short definition. Wisdom means the spiritual capacity to see and to evaluate life and conduct from God's point of view. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. He, he wants us to, walk, he want us to, to, to know him. God wants us to know him. Hallelujah. Wise men and women are still hard to be found. Amen? They are. The pursuit of knowledge, listen to this now, the pursuit of knowledge, while often good, doesn't always produce wisdom. Is that right? At least not automatically. A lot of times, wisdom, wisdom applies Truth to all of life, and that takes a lot of time, including many trials. All right, you know, Scripture says wisdom is, um, is better than money. It is. Wisdom is better than money. You know why? Because it, produce, it, because it produces a fulfilled life. Wisdom preserves the life of its possessor. 
Amen? True wisdom. The God, I'm talking about godly wisdom. Wisdom strengthens. The measure of wisdom is its ability to bring good, bring good outcome, to bring a good outcome in life. The measure of wisdom. All right. Now, wisdom occurs when knowledge produces obedience. Only divine wisdom enables believers to live a joyous and, and be submissive in the trials of life. Let me see here. All right. Uh, only, divi- only divine wisdom enables believers to, to live a, to be joyous, full of joy, all right, and submissive in the trials of life. Divine, divine wisdom of God. Divine wisdom gives us the ability to understand more of life's questions. And life has a lot of questions at times. All right. Listen to this. God is the author of divine wisdom. Whom? We cannot, listen to this now. Whom we cannot and must not ignore without suffering unwanted consequences in this life and then facing a fearsome reckoning in the life to come. Let me read that again. God is the author of divine wisdom whom we cannot and must not ignore without suffering unwanted consequences in this life and then facing a fearsome reckoning in the life to come. All right, divine wisdom gives us the ability to understand more of life's problems. All right, now listen to this now. Wisdom isn't, this one, wisdom isn't by what a person knows, but by what he or she does. Isn't that right? Wisdom. See, wisdom does something. I mean, mean, knowledge is, is, you know, you know something, but to, to be wise is to apply so wisdom is, is the correct use of knowledge. How to use it right. Amen. So wisdom, hallelujah, it's not, it's what it does. You take a wise person, you, they, they do things God's way, a wise person. I'm about finished here. The, Hebrew, the Hebrews regard life as the sum total of a person's deeds. So wisdom isn't determined by what, a person knows, but by what he or she does, wisdom is as wisdom does. Amen. It does. You got it. When you got wisdom, you you do something. You do you do what's right. Isn't that right? When you really got the wisdom of God, you do what's right. And when Jesus walked to earth, he walked in wisdom, didn't he? You better believe he did. He walked in love. He walked in wisdom. And the Bible speaks of the wisdom of the Lord. Amen. God is faithful tonight. God is good. And God wants his people to, to know him, not just know about him. God wants his people to, to walk by faith and not by sight. Amen? He really does. He wants to walk by faith and not by sight. Why? Because he's coming soon. And let's make sure we're ready to meet him. Let's make sure we're ready. Let, let's live holy every day. And as we leave this place tonight, let us go in the name of the Lord praying and seeking God and continuing in God's word, keeping our minds stayed upon him. 
And he do what? What will he do if we keep our minds stayed upon him? Keep us in perfect peace. Isn't that right? And the word of God said evil men introduce you to do what? Wax worse and worse. Deceiving and being deceived. But therefore we, God's children, hallelujah, let's just abide in him. And let his word abide in us. And we can ask what we will and it shall be done. May God bless you tonight. Amen. Amen. Isn't God good? Isn't he good? Isn't God faithful?